Split Up, Big Ideas in Cannabis Technology and Innovation, a show about the technology pioneers of the cannabis industry, the platforms they are building, and the entrepreneurs they are enabling. When you're assembling the team for your next cannabis project, often you'll need to bring in qualified people with industry experience on a project or freelance basis. But who to trust? Where to find them? Enter Mary's List. Since 2018, Mary's List at maryslist.co has run an active newsletter connecting those in need with those that can for the cannabis industry. I'm your host, Brian Weber. In this episode, we're welcoming Denise Biderman and Taylor Aldridge to discuss their personal and business journey in launching Mary's List. In a very candid interview, they share the many obstacles they face and lessons learned adding Mary to the ranks of Craig and Angie. This episode was originally recorded on May 22nd, 2019. As you'll learn in this episode, they are both partners in business and partners in life. I'm very pleased to share that Denise and Taylor made it official, tying the knot this past New Year's. Much love and success to them in 2020 and beyond. Thanks for coming, guys. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate no recording in my apartment today, which is the first for Lit Up doing that. But you guys have an event tonight. That's right. We're going to be at the Hudson Chamber of Commerce um, tonight for uh, their first cannabis event. That's fantastic. Yeah. So you are going to be, Denise, you're going to be speaking tonight on yep. a panel. That's correct. Uh, what is your focus segment on the panel tonight? Um, we're talking about ancillary businesses and how people can transfer their skills from outside of the cannabis industry into the cannabis industry. That's fantastic, which really leads great. And I didn't even plant that question or do any prep, but it leads <laughs> great to some of the leadoff questions of, you know, your entire life and, and, and you as well. Mm. Um, what brought you to now? And, you know, if we can do that in maybe like three minutes or five sure. minutes. <laughs> sure. It's, I love how existential that is. <laughs> I let people have their own value judgments for, for where they came from. Yeah, cool. Um, I'll go ahead and start. Yeah, go for it. Okay, cool. So um, before cannabis, I, I'm born and raised in New York. I'm from Queens. Um, I've lived in New York my whole life. And I practiced law in New York. I went to undergrad in New York. I've just done my whole life in New York. Um, I was practicing criminal law. I had worked for some judges. I worked doing criminal defense, civil rights work. I'd also worked at the DA's office as a prosecutor. Um, and really, I had just hit my limit with the law. It was really hard to watch the system just be a wheel. And I didn't feel like I was helping. I felt like I was really doing a lot more harm. And um, around the same time, Taylor and I met and um, I was facing knee surgery and I did some research because I knew I didn't want to take opiates. It, it was my fourth knee surgery to date. I had reconstructive surgery where they grafted cadaver bone into a hole in my knee and I didn't walk for two months. I mean, it was the whole thing. And so wow. um, I approached my knee doctor and I was like, listen, I don't want to take any opiates. I want to use cannabis. Like this is, I've. Did you used... take them as part of like previous surgeries? No, actually okay. I just like used cannabis for pain management before, but I had used cannabis like my whole life. But like okay. this was the first time where I was faced with like this medical thing that I said, Hey, let me really look into this. I know that we have a medical program. So I became a medical card holder in New York and, um, 
that was it. I didn't, aside from what they gave me in the hospital, yeah. I didn't take any opiates. My recovery time was like lightning fast. Um, and I looked at Taylor and I was like, there's something here that I really just want to, this is medicine. And not because I didn't see it as medicine before, but it was a very different experience firsthand for me. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, I've been thinking about leaving the law for a little while. Why don't I just use those skills and transfer them to something else and Transition help people. Okay. And, um, that's how I got into that's the a cannabis very, field. That's a very personal story. Yeah. Yeah, and how that and uh, how that helped out. Yeah, for sure. Um, how did you play into this, Taylor? Yeah. So, I guess right, like my background's B two B tech, um, and I've always been in marketing and started doing public relations at um, a job at a company called Grasshopper. I was the ambassador of Buzz. Um, great time. Went through an acquisition by Citrix, and then did that for a year. And so the acquisition was about 2015, and uh, then went another year at Citrix, and then that was about 2016. Then I met Denise um, right towards the end of 2016, and I was working at another startup, just trying to understand like a different view, like trying to do sales, trying to get some new experience, because I had done the same thing for eight years at that point. Um, then I got laid off on Valentine's Day, uh, February 2017. That's a love love note right there. Yeah. It was like, (laughs) such such a love note. I, the irony. Well, they gave you, they gave you your time back to focus on other things. Yeah. So to run into my arms. (laughs) (laughs) I remember calling her that day. I'm like, yo, you're not going to believe what happened. (laughs) I just got laid off. Um, and I had had a job ever since I was like 14 like legally allowed to work. Mm -hmm. So this was just a time where, you know, I got unemployment. I was making rental income still. I I felt okay. And I thought, well, I just met Denise and she's going through the surgery. Like she had just Nothing nothing says, I love you. Like, hi. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I got laid off. I'm Taylor. I'm I'm unemployed. (laughs) But um, I just figured I'll start going down there more. And then started going down there and she's having this experience with um, medicinal cannabis and seeing like what her recovery time was and I had you know two of us were leaving our careers for something new and we thought I thought this this is as good a time as ever Mm -hmm. like I've been looking to leave Boston I lived up there for 11 years um, and I've been commuting dating Denise in New York so it just seemed like a natural progression for me and I've always been outspoken on legalized cannabis and I had been in the debates and participating as much as I could in Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to do more. And so we thought, well, we need to go out to a mature market to understand, like, what is it actually like working in it? And so when Denise looked at me and said, let's do this, the next part was, let's move to Denver. And we went to Denver with two suitcases. Love it. When was that? That was... 2017. 2017, September, right? Yeah. Or August, right before your birthday in September. Mm -hmm. And um, so we're not even two years of us knowing each other. Yeah, we're not even two years of you guys going to Denver now. Yeah. 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 So we went to Denver in September 2017. We lived there six months. I was at a co-working space in Denver called Cultivated Synergy, and I was just interacting with people, consulting, trading options, just enjoying <laughs> that. And Denise was over at uh, you ended up at Medicine Man. Yeah, Medicine Technologies. Man. I was doing licensing applications. Um, I had started doing licensing work while I was in New York for some friends up in Massachusetts, around New York, and um, 
I was like, okay, this is the natural progression of so my... So you're, you're leveraging your legal experience exactly right. to, to, to... To help people get mm-hmm. access to licenses, and which leads to a dispensary, which leads to medicine. Mm-hmm. That was just how my goal... That makes sense. Yeah. That's a, that's a very... And she's an incredible yeah. writer. Yeah. That was the other thing. Like, <laughs> they would look at her legal writing and go, oh my God. Like, yes, we'd love I you. I mean, I look at legal writing and I'm like looking at contracts and boilerplate stuff. And my girlfriend's an attorney as well. Yeah. So, unfortunately, she writes a lot nicer to me usually. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so like you got to leverage that in, in, in that in that aspect. So, that's a great entry. I'm sure we'll be talking about that tonight at the, uh, at the symposium. Yeah, how that got into that. Definitely. And you obviously, with your software sales experience, makes sense here. Where did the idea, and we're going to probably jump right into this yeah, right sure. now, but where did the idea for, for Mary's List come around? Yeah. So a couple of different things are happening. While I was at the licensing firm, I noticed how um, expensive it was to hire the firm, obviously, mm-hmm. first and foremost. It's not cheap to to use consultants. Yep. Uh, the second thing was I thought that there was a lot of opportunities for the firm itself to um, outsource freelancers rather than have full-time hires. I was like, that would reduce a lot of the overhead. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm doing the work of like a lot of people yep. that, you know, I could just be at home doing this. Yep. Um, and um, while we were in Colorado, I ended up just getting really, really sick from the altitude. And so we were forced to leave mm-hmm. and I was trying to freelance. I was like, oh, okay, well, here's my opportunity. I want to do licensing applications for other people. Where do I find clients? Wait, where is there a resource for freelancers, for people who don't want to, who don't necessarily live in a fully legalized state who want to still work? Mm-hmm. And I, I remember Taylor and I were in a parking lot of a mall and I, in California and I looked at him and I'm like, there's Angie's List, there's Mary's List. Why isn't there Mary's List? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. There's, <laughs> there's Craig's List. There's Angie's List. Why is that Mary's List? list. Now why is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, now there is. Yes, exactly right. Yeah, it originally just started as like, okay, how can we connect everybody with technical writers? Mm-hmm. Well, you need a lot more than technical writers. You need consultants, or you need architects. You need this. You need that. You need how many different people on the and every event you go to in cannabis, they always talk about assemble your team, yeah, assemble your team. Your team. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, well, you need everybody. You need an architect, a security consultant, transportation. If you're a supplier, there's so many different aspects. So that's when it kind of grew into this larger kind of thing that wasn't just about writing it was about all aspects of a dispensary you had to, you had to zoom out mm-hmm. yeah exactly. it made more sense until the business made sense at that point exactly. yeah and everyone you know i know they sometimes say go really specific mm-hmm. right like cater to one thing really well and like, like legal writers yeah yeah <laughs> and i just thought i think we both thought it was too niche we were like well what about cannabis why don't we cater to cannabis yeah, yeah. the that's you know, that's point. that's the that's the vertical that you're going to go after. Exactly. It, you'll find it'll attract those those people. So exactly. Well, and then it started becoming about projects because mm-hmm. then people would just come to us like, "Do you have someone who does this?" Mm. You know, and it's just been like that for forever. Yeah, it's it's constantly like, "Do you have someone that can that can help me with my farm? I want to convert it into a hemp or a cannabis farm." Or do you have someone who knows about extraction that is based in Ohio? Mm-hmm. You know, we get those questions all the time. So it's that's why it works. And yeah. It just became this resource for people to ask those questions. Of, of a vertical-centric system. Because you can go on, I mean, it's not as taboo now going on like LinkedIn. And right. as I've grown the podcast and found that like a lot of our companies and a lot of our executives that I'm either interviewing or looking at, they're very open on LinkedIn um, with that. But you're, you got to do a lot more looking. Yeah. Um, and it might not be as obvious of, of what they're doing. Right. Um, you know, my primary pro- profile is still my full-time physician, mm-hmm. uh, not not this right now. So you wouldn't know that off off the cuff. Mm-hmm. So um, interesting. Okay, so that that's where the idea came from. Yeah. Where did it go from that parking lot? 
<laughs> that parking lot conversation. Yeah. <laughs> how did, how did it's we... It's been quite the journey yeah, since yeah. then. Longest year um, of our lives. Started interviewing developers. Um, I mean, I immediately went and like bought the web address name and, yeah. um, you know, LLC'd and that's a whole other story. But um, we started talking to a developer within a week and like figuring out what this thing would look like and piecemealing it together. And we hired a developer um, within a couple weeks after that and just started building out the site while we built out community on like a different end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I would say there's like three different pillars. There was the business formation stuff, right? Then there was the wet the product itself. Mm-hmm. And then there was the marketing brand image of it. Like yep. those are the three things that I think yes. were being worked on the most in the early days. And yep. each one had their own issue the moment we started working on it. What, what like, was, not to lead the conversation, yeah. but what was the issue with the business formation? Did we just go to state file for an LLC, get a, yeah, I know, I know. You think it's that simple. You right. think it's that simple, yeah, okay. no, which is so, why I ask these questions. Because yeah. people listening to the show are like, oh, I want to do this. Like, what What did you, uh, what could What could you, wisdom um, can you impart on? Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I asked a couple of attorney friends to help me out. And um, I just got some bad advice on where to incorporate versus LLC versus whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, we ended up dissolving two companies before we opened an LLC in Colorado. Okay. And the reason we LLC in Colorado is because Colorado um, was the only place that we could get a bank account that knew what our business was about. Gotcha. So even though it wasn't plant touching or an- it was ancillary, yep. um, we'd still have the problem of, of getting a bank account. Okay. Okay. And Denver was the only place that... that- that, that we found that like made sense. We were able to get an address there, um, work out of a co-working space there. We go to Denver a lot. And okay. yes, the, the, the beauty of that co-working space I mentioned earlier was they also are the business address for a lot of different businesses. I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's just easier. You pay them whatever fee. It's, yeah. it's just like, I think Regis does the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And you can go in, you have access to their network, access to their events. So it's really an amazing community that they've created. And for... what's the name of that place again? Cultivated Synergy. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so it's basically, it's a business incubator, co-work space. I, more yeah. just a co-working space. He okay. just, uh, it's really funny cause a lot of them are from the South. He's okay. a Virginia boy. He's okay. super nice. Ryan, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super nice. And, um, the whole team he has is awesome and they're trying to expand into other cities but when you go it's just this big warehouse mm-hmm. lots of different companies in Colorado that have their own offices there and th- it's just a great place they do like <laughs> they do uh, bend and blaze yoga they have all these events they do bud tender appreciation nights it's just a great little hub yeah. of cannabis in Denver yeah. so that has that became like where we incorporated and it's just been the best I think one of the best support systems we've We've experienced while working on that this is industry. that is fantastic okay well that's a that's a good some you just save probably some people a number of months and headaches right? yeah mm-hmm. just with yeah. that alone just go there just yeah, talk to just Ryan. go there okay yeah, he can at least point you in any right direction we'll tag him in the uh, we'll tag him in the yeah. insta post yeah. <laughs> uh okay so that's that was problem number one mm-hmm. now the dev uh yeah. parts so yeah. That's fun. No, I mean, like, I, I'd been working at a web development agency yeah. prior. And um, so I had, like, some familiarity with what was going on. Um, at the end of the day, we, we outsourced out of the country. We needed to do, we needed to work with an agency that we could afford. Yeah. And we weren't and prepared to spend $100,000 on this or oh, 80, yeah. which is what you would need if you were working with um, the South American mm-hmm. or, let's say, Eastern European 
development offshore groups. Gotcha. If you go to India, you're in the like 20 to 40 okay. area of, of a project like ours. And then if you're stateside, you're probably about a quarter million. Yeah. Just basically just bring one out as a partner. Exactly. And it's a lot easier that way. So when you look at the price tiers like that, you, you, you do what you have to. And so we went with India and we needed, and this agency was recommended by uh, a friend of ours. And so we thought we had done really well. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and we were, and there were some hiccups, like there always are working with yeah, someone. Yeah. Um, but we worked really hard with them. But at the end of the day, the, the, there's always, there's a language barrier. There's, um, there's just certain issues that will come up, right? Like if, if, if English is nowhere near their second language, if English is their second language or if English is their primary language. Mm. So not only are you going to have to, it's already hard enough conveying what's in your head to someone that speaks your language, Yes. let alone conveying what's in your head to someone who then has to think about it in their language and, it, and it's no judgment it's just difficult yep no matter what whether they spoke spanish or whether spanish, they spoke mandarin uh, yeah, yeah we're speaking yeah. two different languages on a technical thing yep. that taylor and i don't actually speak the technical language mm-hmm. of like we're not developers yeah. yeah you know so it was it was uh difficult we did the best we could we created something really cool mm-hmm. um but at the end of the day it does just ended up not functioning the way we'd hoped uh. and so that's did the second to, ring. Did you have to scrap that? Um, we probably will scrap most okay. of it. Um, it. It does what it needs to do if people were to use it that way. Uh-huh. So it functions like Upwork, Freelancer, People yeah. Per Hour. It's the same thing. Post a project, you bid on it, people communicate. Yeah. But, you know, it was our first attempt and we were moving really fast. Yeah. And so it, it functions much more like a prototype. And so what we were able to do was bring in okay, wow, there's a lot. We can see all the different ways people are using this piece of software we just created. Mm-hmm. And now we can actually focus more on the projects themselves. That's why I was saying it earlier that projects have become our main focus because that's what people want. Okay. They just want help on figuring something out. The, a profile to sign up for, another profile, another this, like they're just, they don't want that. Yep. They want to just have something really fast, a resource that connects them to somebody that then they can get on and off. Their and way. just get, and get it going. Yeah. So that was what we learned through the whole development cycle was, you know, we probably should have just focused on something super simple to start. Yeah. And then let the development happen around it. And mm-hmm. instead, we started developing around an idea. And we had, to, had a lot of customer stories that, you know, are dealing with customers and interviews and questions to people about how they would use this. Yep. But... At the end of the day, you don't know until someone takes until it, it puts really it in hits their the hands. road. Yeah, and that's when we learned. Wow, people, there's freelancers for days. There's yep. professionals who want to work on stuff. That's those signups have been consistent. It's the the ability to post projects have been the hardest part. Gotcha. And getting people to just send those in, and 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 those people want to do it. Yeah, super want, fast. They want to get it going. Yeah, they want to get it going. How did you guys do some market research? Uh, this was it popping around the the incubator? Was it? talking to businesses where you were working at? Was it just literally like popping into, popping into into shops? So It was all of that. Okay. Um, it was my experience working for the consulting firm and, and trying to get clients to freelance, connecting, going to events, going to conferences, going ev- like, you know, networking. Um, every opportunity we could talk to people and ask them what they needed we, we did that gotcha yeah. so like literally people walking in the street people yeah. oh you someone, <laughs> take every phone yeah. call you possibly could like, yeah I mean there were days we'd have like 10 12 phone calls back to back to back to back to back yeah and just to and talk just, about just to like how would you use this your brainstorming ideas mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and, and it helped us as we were going through it I mean okay. we did no official like 
design sprint style. Yeah. Um, you know, sit in a room, ask a bunch of questions, develop from there. But there was more than enough anecdotal research to understand what people, what we thought people would want and how they would use it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and then the marketing element, the publicity element, that was the, the third column that you had said. Yeah, I'd say that was, that. of all the three when we started, that was the one that took off and was the most successful, right? Yes. Um, but that one, I mean, that just involved, it's, it's hard. It's hard to just get started. Like, you know, we, I, I wanted to do it faster, but I didn't do it. You know, and like I, I bungled that. And so Denise just one day took the Instagram and was like, I'm doing this. I'm setting it up. Gotcha. Like, and you know, and we're partners in life too, yeah. beyond business. So yeah. it's like, she's like, I'm not waiting for you. I, I can't do this anymore. So she's like. Which is the next, my next conversation. Yeah. But I, 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 I want to skip, I don't want to skip over the No, no, for sure. Things. But yeah. like, it was one of those ones where I was like, we were having this debate of like, how, how ready does the product need to be before we start marketing yep. it? And I was in the camp of waiting. Denise was not. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's, let's get our name out there. Yeah. Even, even if it's not done yet. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's going to take a while to hit that critical mass of, like, this is the thing. Even if it's just a coming soon thing, people are like, oh, I might be interested in this. Let me just follow this. Yeah, thing. exactly. Back right. later. And I was afraid because I had watched this business in Boston do this mm-hmm. and build up this massive presence with, like, but they had nothing. They were just conning everyone the whole time. <laughs> I don't want to name drop it because um, yeah, we don't want yeah. nobody. Like it was a ride share for women. Okay, that's okay. what I'll say. It was a ride sharing company, but okay. catering specifically to women. Okay, and um, it seemed like a really cool idea. But then it just well, there's something to be testing out there. Like if it gains traction, people like exactly. it might be a good idea. Like oh, maybe we should throw some dollars at this before yeah. you dev first. But that's all yeah. it was was yeah. an idea, and yeah. then they started like getting press for it. And there was no God, plan. God forbid, you know. Yeah, so that's I was like thinking in my head, I'm like, let's just not be, I don't want to be that company. Like, yeah. still working. Meanwhile, I'm like, yeah. we are building a platform yeah. and doing this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was just my own anxiety. Yeah. Like, that's like, no, it's, a, it's a challenge. Yeah. Because yeah, you're just like, do we want to get here? And then like, then it could own itself, which is a great problem to have. But also like, then it's like, you're, you know, you guys are selling selling vaporware mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but yeah so denise yeah. like went and ran with it and just just kicked, kicked what was your i mean what was your strategy for for getting that launch obviously instagram yeah i mean yeah. that's literally where i started was okay. just instagram and i just started making images like i bought a graphic design program and just started creating like cool Casa things or kava or whatever that online one is um, canva. Canva. canva yeah thank you exactly. <laughs> and um best just started a month ever yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know following people and the thing about uh, a name like Mary's List are people already felt familiar with it yeah. which is really beneficial for us um, and so I would post cool stuff follow cool people talk to them through Instagram like actually make friends I've have this really beautiful community of of people that I've connected with even in Portland um, the women from Tokativity we were in Portland a few weeks ago and they invited me with open arms they we did a hike we went to a restaurant we had drinks we met people it was just so fabulous and it was all through instagram and just messing people back and forth that's yeah that's, that's connecting fantastic. yeah i gotta my, my instagram's not as not as not as polished as it should be but we're working on it <laughs> yeah but like she i mean like i i knew marketing that's yeah. my background but i know more i guess technical marketing and the seo side of things and digital and pr i i I'd done social media, but she just like, well, there is that, that, and the, that is the human element of it right there. And that's what she did. Yeah. She was just like herself, yep. you know? And, and, and that's like, you know, people are always like, what's the strategy? What's the thing? It's like, yeah. just be yourself. Yeah. And the best part was it was coming through a company. 
a B2B company, let, you know, no less. So yep. like that doesn't happen very often. To have often. that warm. Yeah, you never get, it's, it's yeah. always like promotional stuff, this. And then yeah. meanwhile, Denise is commenting on people's photos as Mary's List. Like, this looks awesome. Like, you don't expect to hear from a brand yeah, like yeah. that. And I, and I think we do in some respects, but not when it's like a piece of business software. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just, I think that's what helped. Yeah, a it lot. started driving people to our landing page where we had people put um, their email address and start adding to our newsletter. Um, eventually, we added two Google Docs on there. So if somebody wanted to send in a project, they could send a project mm-hmm. um, and if they wanted to just submit a profile oh, just like a they Google could, form just yeah, be like hey it. tell us what you want here's yeah. your give us your name contact and yeah. write up a description yeah, yeah. and that's, simple as that yeah. and then I would take it all on the end and then yeah. I would you know make it look nice put it on MailChimp and then I would send it out to the newsletter that's and fantastic. our open rates were like 40-50% yeah so we were getting just tons of responses per project we'd have like 10 people that would want to be part of a project one would be like i'm creating a cbd topical line and i just need someone to help or i'm starting a dispensary i would love to run a grassroots campaign in in my neighborhood Mm -hmm. i need campaign people who know how to do that it was or i need a graphic designer for eight hours in a couple weeks like it was all over the place but they just wanted to know that they could get the cannabis part out of the way so you would, you would focus on the demand side and then the supply side would be the users that are clicking through those and hopefully yeah, they, yeah. Would, they would find that that way yeah we okay. ended up with like all sorts of like you know that there was a creative director who had worked on the link nyc um initiative in new york mm-hmm. there were uh i mean tons and tons of consulting groups that joined accountants from all over the country just they were finding us like yep. we weren't doing any heavy advertising they were looking up things finding mary's list and signing up that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. That's so the organic yeah. side was there. They just kept showing up. Yeah, and you kept creating the buzz. But you're, I mean, you're doing it the hard way, though. Like, you're doing a lot of manual work. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing it the, uh, <laughs> the old school way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No automation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, letting, you know, like like organically growing, you know, and building relationships and, and not using advertising. Yeah. That was the big thing. We spent, like, no money promoting. That's great. Like, we've never done a promoted post. No. We've never done any sort of ad campaign. We've and if we do see ads, it's it's that they gave them to us for free. Yeah, as like an exchange. Yeah, that, that's it. That's that's uh, that's awesome. You guys are a couple. Yeah, and business partners. <laughs> yes. Tell me about that. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> Don't you love my giant opening questions? I love it. <laughs> um, you know, it's been amazing. Um, I've learned so much about. Taylor and myself and how solid our partnership is um, and more so in working together because we spend so much time together. We have to learn how to figure out our way through problems. Mm -hmm. Um, I couldn't be more lucky or happier to be in this partnership. I mean that. Thank you. I love you. (laughs) You're best. (laughs) Um, And I I can only echo that. you know, when you're like, no matter what, I, I always think about what my dad said to me when I was younger. He was just like, you know, relationships are partnerships. He's like, even the best ones, they're all work. They take tons of work, no matter what. He's like, you can think you're destined to be together, but at the end of the day, you got to figure out how to work together. Yeah. Because that's hard. It is very hard. And um, there are things that I'm strong at. There's things that she's way stronger at. And it's recognizing when you're the, the weaker one on something, mm-hmm. letting them do it. Just do it. And, and it's not <laughs> a, a point of, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not like a dig at you. Mm-hmm. It's just, no, 
she's way better at this. Let her do it. Yeah. Like just, and don't be an idiot. Get out of the way. Yeah. Learn, learn from her. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that's been the, the thing I've, I've learned about working with a partner is that you just, you know, this is someone that always will have your back. It's like a strong connection and, and working relationships are like that too. When you yep. have founders, you know, they, they spend, you spend so much time together that yeah. you gotta be able to, like you're marrying that person essentially anyway. Yeah. So this is just, you know, it's your, it's your business spouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a higher level of trust, I think, which is cool. Cause I'm like, no, she has my interest in mind. I have her interest in mind. We mm -hmm. want to make this work. And it's been like such a pleasure to do it. Like it's been so fun and it gives us the freedom to go to events and hang out with each other. It's has there been any tactics or tips that you guys can use? Like, cause sometimes people might take things personally when it's just a business deal. And I'm like, I'm really passionate about X and you're like, I am really passionate about X as well, but I think that's a bad idea. Um, has there been any tactics that you guys have either identified? I'm just, you're laughing because I'm assuming there was something that really it's happened. Like, honestly, it's usually like <laughs> yeah. we both yell at first and then like we just need to get it out. Yeah. Um, and then we just like look at each other and we're like, what are we doing? And then we just start talking through it. Yeah. That's my recollection of how it goes. Yeah, it's usually okay, the yelling, the yelling tactic. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think like things that have like started to to work. I think we we actually just had this discussion like recently, yeah. where it's realizing like I'm not great at starting things, but I'm excellent at closing them out and making them look great. Gotcha. Or finishing like whatever it needs to be, and Denise is amazing at getting something from nothing to like it exists. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's a great partnership right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is fantastic. And so, like our pitch deck, like we've been working on that. Like we've sequestered ourselves in the Poconos to, to work Which on is all a great these place to be. Yeah, yeah we've been just like, cranking out oper operating agreement, our safe note, our pitch deck, new website, like all that. And the way we've been doing it in like is, three weeks. Yeah, and so the way we've done it though is that we've rather than us like one person does it, we, we work on it together, but we t go through with what we're strong strongest at. Okay. So if Denise is so she'll get it down. Yeah, like she picked it up, started yeah. it, and then I came in and started like looking at stuff. And then we would do things together that involved things we were both strong at. And then I would get up, go cook dinner. She would keep working. And then she'd get up, finish something. I'd go back. So I think the tactic yeah, is the tactic just out figuring out what your strength and weakness is and accepting that with each other, being honest about it, and realizing that the two of you coming together can be stronger than if you're just trying to fight it out on your own. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The great. moment you elevate past you versus me and into like, no, it's both of us, yeah. it's like... You you're my partner. The, the, yeah. the problem is, is the, the, you want to say the, the, the opportunity that you have in front of you is, is what you're challenging against. Yes, yes exactly. Not, not, not each other. Exactly. exactly. And then and you're so much stronger when you, when you do that, that when you have like a united front. Yeah. So we're as far, circling back to the, thank you for sharing that, by no, the way. No problem. Uh, but circling back to some of the tech stuff, where are you guys right now? I mean, you guys were sequestered up in the Poconos for a while. Appreciate yeah. you coming. It must be a shock being in a city now. You know, um, it was, actually, yeah. which is weird. Growing up in the city, I was figured I'd be like 
It's so, nice. It's relaxing. You hear birds chirp. Oh my god! I go yeah. to sleep with the like yeah. the trees waving. Oh, I'm so like, nice. oh my gosh, this is. I never want to leave this. It place. is one thing I miss about like. I mean, even I lived in the burbs, but yeah. like it was a lot easier to get to parks and stuff. Yeah. And like I can hear from my office, I can hear birds and chirp. We're in a quiet part of Jersey City over yeah. here, but just being outside, it's it changes your mindset of, totally. of different things. Totally, so. totally. Especially working in this industry where you are working with a plant, mm-hmm. um, it just helps you reconnect to what you're doing and what you're focused on. So it's been cool. A very natural. Yeah, totally. A very natural place to find a natural cure and exactly. for a natural need. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, but going back to your yep. question about the tech. So we interviewed a couple of different developers. I think we found one that we're ready to go with. Okay. Uh, we have been in talks with them for the last couple of weeks, going back and forth on designs and mm-hmm. stuff. And so um, next steps are just starting to build out the the new version of the site, what that looks like, um, and raising money to do that. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to be uh, mm. not going to be cheap, I imagine. No, <laughs> yeah, but it's pared down to what like is essentially an MVP. You mm-hmm. know, like realizing this is the part that people want the most. This is how they use it, and so we're just recognizing that and yep. and going back to well, not going back, but going forward with this new idea, mm-hmm. and then building around it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what do you guys need like right now from from the universe? I really just want the universe to hear that I am committed to this and committed to helping people. And um, so thank you for that. Thank you for this opportunity and from for learning from it. But um, I would love to see what Mary's List turns into and how we can make it the best version that it can be Mm -hmm. um and with that comes fundraising and so being able to have somebody see what we're doing and essentially validate it and be like yeah that's right that's what you should be doing let's make this happen um would be a really really great gift in the next few months (laughs) that's that's fantastic are you guys going to the cbw expo in new york okay Okay, excellent so will i um i'm sure there'll be a lot of interested parties there as well yeah um are there any websites or blogs or publications or related on this trade shows that you guys tend to, f- to frequent for, for good information about, about the industry? Especially one thing I found a challenge of, I'm here in New York and New Jersey, and there's some great um, events that are, that are here in the city, mm-hmm. um, but without being in a, in a legalized, uh, a recreational legalized state. I mean, obviously you guys went to Denver because mm-hmm. it's a hub. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you stay current yeah. and, and stay in the, in the mix? Um, I think, I mean, you know, if I, now that Mary's list Instagram is so well, like follow, like there's stuff going on. It's actually really nice to go through. I get a lot of news that way, but that's particular, (laughs) obviously. Um, I think like as far as I'm trying to think, I use word on the tree. I really like word on the tree by um, Mona Sang. She is a great newsletter that comes out every day. Um, We've actually started hosting webinars. So that's been really cool because we've been able to connect to people in cannabis around the country to have them on to talk about um, like yesterday. We just had one on growing your CBD line from Mm -hmm. seed to shelf. Uh, A couple weeks ago, we did something on cannabis marketing and advertising. We did one on startups and entrepreneurship. So, um, I've been able to connect with people that way. I also really like Direct Cannabis Network. I think Adelia is amazing. She's an online platform um, based out of California. We also use Chronic, uh, Candid Chronicle, a great great. online resource. Um, And then I like to read Emerald Magazine. Um, I like to check out Sensi, because Sensi has all these 
um, different. Regional. Yeah, they're all regional. Oh, okay. So that's really awesome. So you could focus on like the Northeast for, for certain particular they have items. They one for like, Boston. Okay. Yeah. Oh, down to the city. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah, they empower Denver. each editor in every city is like their own business. Oh, wow. So yeah. when you read Sensi Boston, you're getting like a very in-depth view of cannabis in Boston versus Sensi Denver, which is in-depth cannabis in Denver. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So it's a re- I think that's one of the better publications out there. And for events, I mean, I, I like to go to networking events, but I actually just prefer <laughs> cannabis consumption events in California or in Colorado. Okay. Because I just meet people organically yeah. and can ask, like, just the same thing. Like, I can ask them what they're doing, what, what they need, and it just feels a little different than um, just an event where I'm watching a panel. Gotcha. You know. Gotcha. Although you'll be on a panel tonight. I'll be on a panel tonight. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not yeah. saying I dislike them. I just, I mean, I, I'm in Canvas because I like to consume. So I want to go to Colorado. Well, own it. Own it. <laughs> <laughs> You're bringing up something though that I think is out, is that the last emerging market was technology. Mm-hmm. And so cannabis is the new emerging market, yeah. right? So like a lot of the event styles and things that have worked in tech are being applied into cannabis. And I think what's different is that what was before was tech, right? Like computers and dev and everything around that. Yep. Now it's a plant that people have been consuming for centuries. Yeah. And it's hard to talk about it when you can't actually like pick it up, hold it, mm-hmm. look at it, legally purchase it. Yeah. You know, like that I think makes those events like panels and things like we're really just talking in the theoretical yeah. a lot of the time and we're not like holding it up like a, a, is there a anybody that like makes fake pot so they can bring it to these events yeah. <laughs> uh, fake pot's illegal yeah. <laughs> but like Don't one of the best one of the best experiences I had was I got yeah. to go to Grow and yeah. I just got and I, and I was networking because we had I had never I was meeting this guy for the first time yeah. but he ran he got we got connected to him and then he brought us to his grow facility out in uh, Boulder and it was just such a cool experience and like yeah. it's hard to have those experiences out here because yeah. it's just a different world Mm -hmm. and so i think that's what makes certain events difficult and like that like denise was saying it's the events where you can like consume or at least see it just give it such a different vibe yeah but there's some good ones in new york there's great ones in new jersey too um i'm partial to boston having lived up there for so long Mm -hmm. uh the guys at weekly dig that's actually i think one of my favorite resources chris ferone in the weekly dig and the oh i wish i could remember his newsletter right now but he has a great newsletter on cannabis. I'll, I'll tag it in all the yeah, shows. Yeah. Like I'm gonna, this is gonna be. I'm gonna need a team to help me tag all these people. There's a lot we can help you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll send it all. But um, we've started a side that like, hustle. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a great project. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but that's that's the one though. That one out of Boston is my favorite. He's super activist. He has a very good view on how cannabis legalization should be going and i just love everything that they put out okay yeah because there's a lot of newsletters and initially i signed up for just a bunch because mm-hmm. i was like great let me just get some stuff on there yeah and then now my inbox i'm using like the you know with with within google i'm like using the promotions one mm-hmm. and that inbox is just full, full. of so much stuff but yeah. like now it's not quantity it's quality exactly um which is why i like asking that question because yeah. if you guys are in it you guys have vetted this for a number of years mm-hmm. and, and finding good quality versus the quantity that's out there cool um i already asked you guys what you want from the universe um <laughs> how could our listeners connect with you guys so you're at maryslist.co that's correct yeah we're dot maryslist.co for almost everything yeah if it's not dot it's underscore i think yeah. uh, twitter is underscore but right. facebook and instagram are both dot co 
Yeah, we're at on Instagram. We're at maryslist.co. Um, you can email us at hi. That's h i at maryslist.co. I love that by the way. I was like, yeah, not even hello. Just, yeah, hi. hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, also the double on top. You know. Yeah, I, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Twitter, we're maryslist underscore co. Okay. LinkedIn, yeah. we're just Mary's List. Just Mary's look List. For Mary's find List. Us. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's find fantastic. Us. Okay, cool. Um, anything else that you guys want to add to this? Um, I think that working in cannabis has been like one of the hardest and most fun things I've ever done. I was just talking about you with this yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's very challenging to start. But once you do, it's super fun and there are no rules really except for regulations, obviously, but you can do anything you want to do. You can, you know, it's new. We're just throwing a lot of stuff at the wall. We're post-prohibition right now. Whatever you want to do in this industry, if someone looks like they're already doing it, who cares? Yeah. You can do whatever you want to do. There's so much room. The pie is so big and... It can seem challenging, but once you get going, it could be the most fun thing you've ever done in your life. And you just want to ask for help when you don't know how to do something. You'd be surprised how amazingly responsive and supportive the community is when you just reach out and ask someone. Look, I need need this from the universe. That's why I asked that question. Yeah, for sure. Because people have been extremely helpful with me getting the the podcast off the ground. Yeah, oh, that's great. Uh, So maybe I'll head out to the the incubator and (laughs) set up camp one day and... If you want an introduction, do, do a, do a marathon podcast and just churn them out. That'd be awesome. They actually have a room perfect for it yeah. where yeah. you can like just close it off and you could actually just interview everyone in the building. That's mm-hmm. fantastic. Dogs. Do they have dogs there too? Oh, yes. I really love having them. As, as there's a dog there. Yeah. And then there's, other, there's other dogs that are running around all yeah. day. Okay, cool. That's yeah. awesome. Well, guys, I really appreciate you guys being on the show today. Thank like, you. I think it's Likewise. I think it's awesome what you guys are doing. I'm Thank so you. glad I ran into you guys at, at actually at all the Canada Gather events, both of you yeah. independently. Yeah. You guys are great people, and it's a great idea. Thanks. So, cool. We're always here if anybody needs anything. So. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lit Up, Big Ideas in Cannabis Technology and Innovation. I'm your host, Brian Weber. As always, see our show notes for links to everything we discussed today. If you received any value from today's show at all, any value at all, literally taking 15 seconds to one, share with your friends who would like this, and two, leave a review in iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcast from. Every five-star review helps us to bring the best guests to the show. It's really important. Thank you in advance. You can also reach us at feedback at litupcannabis.com. We're not just in your podcast app. Please follow and interact with us, our guests, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at litupcannatech. We'll be announcing upcoming guests and follow up with our guests to your questions. Please say hi and share with your friends. It is my goal to be transparent with you on promotional consideration for the show. You're smart. You know these cost time and money to make promotional consideration will be made apparent along with any possible conflicts related to investment. 